The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna. Hello out there in listening land. Yes, this is Vincent Jenna. I'm coming to you live from Raleigh, North Carolina. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. But it's not the only show on Unity, even though I'd like to think I'm one of the most important shows here. But we're not. Everybody is important here. We have incredible people, incredible shows and hosts and everything. And and I want to personally give a shout out to Dr. Dream. Kelly Sullivan Walden, who's on right after me. My goodness, she came up with an app. You can get a a an app from Kelly, which is amazing, on your phone and turn to it for readings. And, um, and I think that that's just fabulous that she's moving in that direction and really getting out there to help people. I'd love an app, right? I'd love an app. Oh, you'd love me to have an app, right? That you can go to my words any time of day, follow me around, sticking your phone in your back pocket, next to where I guess I belong, and pick me up and listen to any of my words. It's fabulous. So um, Kelly is on after me. So if you have any major dream questions, um, she is definitely the person you can turn to. And then Temple today is having Temple Hayes, uh, but she's on right after Kelly, and she is having a very famous astrologer on as a guest. So if you want to know what's in the stars and coming up, absolutely listen. See, so so Unity Unity Radio is is such an incredible place to be because you know you're going to get credible information here. Diane Ray, the director of Unity Online Radio, uh, really goes out of her way to be sure to be sure to put on some of the 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 best. That's why I'm so honored to be a part of this uh, radio program, uh, because I know I'm part of good information. And today we need good information, don't we? Um, from Suzanne Giesman all the way uh, up to, I mean, any of your other hosts out there. It's important to receive information that isn't just going to band-aid your issues, right? We, we get so used to putting band-aids on things, you know? The doctors prescribe medications that are band-aids to the symptoms, okay? Well, I don't know what to do with that chronic pain that you uh, are experiencing, but here, here's a painkiller. Take this three times a day, four times a day, and it'll cover it up rather than try to do something to get rid of it. Um, well, here's a, you know, a band-aid to your psychological problem. You're having some stress. Okay, well, just meditate every day. You'll be fine, or at least you'll be able to distract that. We need information that's going to change and help and transform our lives to the direction that we are supposed to be going in, not just cover up the problems. And that's why I have chosen 
to do today's show. Um, I am actually going to bring all you listeners on a past life journey. Okay, a past life journey. We're going to do a shorter version of it. It's only going to be about 20 minutes or so, and I'm going to do it in the second half of the show so we don't get any interruption and so I can give you uh, uh, some preface training and understanding about past lives and why it's important in this lifetime to understand past lives. For example, I was actually speaking, uh, I was on a, a radio show last night, um, late night in the Midlands, WCET radio. Uh, I'm sure they'll have a podcast on it. I was supposed to be on for a half hour, and instead they had me on for an hour and a half because of all I was talking about. That seems to be uh, the issue. They'll have me on. I'm supposed I'm scheduled for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, maybe a half hour. And as soon as I get talking, they don't want to stop. And uh, it goes longer. But we were talking, the, the host was sharing his life and his issues and all the people this man has lost. And he's still young. And I'm talking at 10 years old, his father died. At um, 15 years old, his sister was murdered, um, uh, and then after his brother got married, his sister-in-law was killed and died, and his best friends, a group of them all died, and on and on. He was divorced. His wife left him. On and on and on and on and on with all the loss. And yes, we were talking about his past here in this lifetime. And he had a hard childhood. But when things like that happen, when you're experiencing or have experienced so much loss of love, that's why I'm talking more loss of love, not even loss of a job. I'm talking loss of love that that you wind up loving somebody or having family, having really dear friends and they die. They leave you. They're gone. Whatever. You have to understand that you are a part of that in some way. Because, again, no one is a victim here. So what do you have to do with other people dying? Well, it's not that you had anything to contribute to those other people dying. What you manifested and what you possibly planned for was the loss experience. The loss experience. Now, why would a soul choose to enter this lifetime, this dimension, and torment him or herself with loss? Well, that is actually a simple one. Uh, it's not, you don't even need to be psychic or a medium to wind up understanding that. You just have to understand past life's karma and our mental constructs and attitudes and the attitude of retribution versus the attitude of restitution. And I've spoken about this before. And we've talked about how humans tend to lean more in the direction of retribution rather than restitution. So what's the difference between the two? Simply put, retribution is the concept of an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. Now, it, that is actually written early on, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. 
And then we learned, supposedly, that that wasn't necessary. But we have still formed um, systems based on that concept. Our current United States, and whether it be United States, any place in the world, because it's a human issue, it's not an American issue, it's a human issue, the criminal justice system is based on an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. It's based on retribution. You do something wrong, you deserve to be punished. A matter of fact, people, right, the survivors of, of, I'm going to use the word victims only because that's a common word, but there is no such thing as a victim, right? You and I know that. But the victim, the person who has been killed and murdered, so the survivors, the loved ones of those people, they, they shout and scream for retribution. Kill him. He deserves to die. He deserves to be punished because he took away my daughter. He took away my son. He took away my husband, my wife, my lover, my mom, my dad. It doesn't make a difference. He ran over my dog. Kill him. That's retribution. We see that even in the, in the simplest of forms. We tend to see that more amongst men than we do amongst women, which is the reason why wars were fought. A matter of fact, part of society was based on that and part of American Native Indian society. In the beginning, it was matriarchal, where the women sat around, not the men. The women sat around in the camps and held the sacred meetings and they would literally talk about what needed to be done. And one of the things that they would talk about would be, okay, I know that tribe next door was only hunting, but in the process of hunting, they shot and killed one of our members of the tribe. So therefore, you have to go over there and kill one of their members. So very early on, very early on, we, we developed this concept of retribution. Retribution. I'll tell you why we developed that concept of retribution. So then what is the concept of restitution? Restitution. Restitution goes along with the concept of mercy. Mercy and restitution. Restitution is, okay, so you made a lower choice. You accidentally hurt or killed somebody. Do you understand it's a lower choice? Yes, I do. Oh my gosh, I feel terrible about that. I'm never going to do that again. Okay, you're restitute. There you go. That's all you need to do. Just as long as you know and you can acknowledge it was a lower choice and just as long as you do the best you can not to repeat that, you're fine. That's what mercy is. You don't have to be punished. You don't have to go through hell. You don't have to be killed. You don't have to be sent to hell. You just have to believe that you do the best you can the next time around and not make that choice again. That's what restitution is. However, from the moment we lost the Garden of Eden, and that which is uh, a philosophy and a metaphor 
It is not an actual event that happened. We lost the Garden of Eden because we separated from the God source and we started feeling bad about ourselves. We started to believe, oh, we're bad people. We feel shame. That, that was even stated in the Bible. That was the whole thing. We were able to walk around naked in the Garden of Eden. Do we really believe that that's what happened? Okay, like Adam created the first nude colony? Um, no, that's a metaphor. When you hear about Adam and Eve walking naked through the Garden of Eden, they were vulnerable. They were allowed. They allowed themselves to be natural and genuine and stripped of all negative concepts. They were pure. Okay. As soon as they separated from the God source, and was tempted, were tempted to, to dig in and learn or find out what they knew before they were able to handle it, they started to feel shame. And they had to clothe themselves. So they, the clothing represents defense mechanisms. They needed to create a defense mechanism now because they felt bad. And the brain, the moment the brain was created, again, its two highest functions, I hear you out there, keep you alive and to protect you. So the moment we separated from the God source, we started feeling bad about ourselves and the choices we were making. We weren't necessarily making the higher choices anymore and we felt guilt and we felt shame. And that's when we clothed ourselves with a fig leaf. A fig leaf, figs actually represents newness in life. And so we created a new life for ourselves instead of it being pure and innocent and loving and vulnerable and open to the world to see. We began to feel bad about ourselves and we started to create a new life of shielding ourselves, shielding the truth, shielding the unconscious feelings because they hurt too much. And we ran off into the woods, into the woods to hide ourselves. And, and the meaning of that is we, we ran away from ourselves. We ran away from our Garden of Eden, the growth and the beauty and the naturalness of who we were. We ran away from the power and certainly we ran away from God, the, the source of all of that. So we started feeling bad. And the moment you start feeling bad about yourself and the soul is telling you, no, you're better than that, you feel you've got to do something to make up for it. So now we created the concept of karma. The concept of karma did not exist in God's world. None of that existed in God's world. We didn't have to make up for anything. Right? So why would God create that? We did. We created the concept of karma. An eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. What goes round comes round. Whatever you do, why? We like that thought, don't we? We like that thought. We even turn around and we say, we use it in the spiritual realm. Don't worry about judging that person. God's going to take care of them. No, God's not going to take care of them. 
God's not going to punish him or her for the wrongdoings that they did. Oh, no, now everybody out there that's listening is going, oh, no, I was depending upon that. My neighbor was an idiot to me, treated me like crap. I'm trying to be a good person, and I figure karma will take care of him. Oh, buddy, you're bad. You're going to get in trouble. Mm-mm-mm. Wait till you see. Wait till uh, looking what's going on today. We're looking towards anybody who treats anybody bad that they're going to get punished for it eventually. Somehow, way. No, they do not have to. Not if they're restitute. Not if their souls say, that was a stupid choice I made down there. Then they can let go of it. We don't want, we've got to break the pattern of retribution. We've got to break the pattern because what we are doing and you don't understand, because we believe in this concept, because we believe we need to take care of our ills, our, 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 um, digressive behaviors and um, indignations and whatever word you want to come up with that describes wrongdoings or lower choices. We want to take care of that. We want to clear that up. Every time we think of that, when we get to the other side, we make stupid plans for coming back and going through hell. We'll put ourselves through hell. We'll allow ourselves to be murdered, raped, come up with a disease to make up for the wrongdoings that we did. And it pulls us further and further away from God. And the whole reason why I'm telling you about this is because of your past life. So, so here I am with this host and he had all of this loss and loss and loss. And I immediately saw what happened. He committed suicide in the past life. Yeah. Yeah, suicide's a bad choice. Why is it a bad choice? You know, most of the choices we make that are low, maybe affects one, besides affecting ourselves, can affect maybe one person, two people, three people the most. Suicide can affect billions. 8.2 billion to be exact on this earth. How so? Well, you know, you affect one person who affects another person who affects another person who affects another person, not to mention, let's see, I don't even know statistically the average person who lives 80 years, how many people do you come across and interact with during that 80-year period? It's hundreds, hundreds, if not thousands, and then those thousands affect thousands more, okay? So you can see the numbers and you can see how they multiply just from one person's lifetime, okay? So why does that matter? All right. Before you came down here, you made a plan with a whole bunch of souls, maybe 80, 90 years worth of souls you made a plan with. Okay, when I'm 95 years old, um, yeah, I'll hardly be able to walk, but I'm going to meet you. You're going to help me get around, and that's going to fulfill your what you want to do with your lifetime. So that's great. And when I'm 14, I'm going to meet you. Well, you're going to be my stepmother. You're going to be my stepfather. Whatever the case may be, we make these plans. And so now you're down here, and of course, you forget the plans. You forget them. Life is pretty crappy. Those are some of the choices you probably made for the beginning part of your life, too. And sometimes we don't make those plans, and we get caught up in life. 
right? It's not always a plan. I'm not saying that every single thing that happened to you, you planned on the other side. No, there is a possibility of that. Yes, which is the reason why you have to have understanding, compassion, and let go of things, because that could be all because of you that you created it. But yes, we can get caught up in things and begin to make lower choices and start getting angry and making choices from there and having fears and making choices from there. So yes, life can change and the plans can change. Blueprints aren't etched in stone. That's why they're on paper. They can be changed all the time. So you come down here. You made all these plans with all these other souls, but life is hard. It's miserable. You don't like it. You decide you're going to leave. So you kill your body and you're gone. Well, now what is all those other souls supposed to do now? because you decided to bow out of the plan, hundreds of people have to change their entire plan. Now, they don't know that they have to change it, but that's how we get caught up in life, because somebody earlier committed suicide that was eventually supposed to meet you and help you on your dream road. I don't know, make you famous, you know, give you the contract that you'd always been looking for that can set you up in business. I don't know, be the love of your life. You don't know that. That person's gone now. But you have to change and you don't know what is making you change. But you're going, wow, this part of my life really sucks. I don't know if I only met somebody who can help me. Holy cow, that would really solve the answers to everything. But that's somebody you were supposed to meet that. No, he bowed out. She bowed out. She was a little chicken, didn't want to stay, didn't want to hang around, is gone. All right. So now you get to the other side and you go, oh, God. Oh, my God. God, what did I do? Holy moly, did I set myself up? I feel so bad. Okay. Right then and there, you have a choice. Two choices. Restitution. Man, that was, oh, that was a stupid choice. I am so sorry. I'll make it up to them. I'll guide them. I'll do what I can. I'll send them love. I'll send them guidance. I'll send them their love or help, something. I'll do the best. I'm sorry. Didn't mean to do that. Or retribution. Oh, holy crap. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? I can't. I can't forgive myself. This is horrible. This is terrible. I know. I know what I'll do. Okay. The only way I can make up for it is if I, I took away their chances. I took away their hope. I took away love from them. So I'm going to go back down and I'm going to set it up that anybody that I love, I'm going to lose. Okay, guys, I need you to go along with this plan. What? I need you to go, please, please, I need to do this. I can't get it off my chest. I can't get it out of my heart. I feel miserable over this. I need you to go down with me, okay? Be my, my brother, my sister, my mother, my lover. Be my best friend. And 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 work it out, work it out. Wait, what were you planning? You were planning on dying young too? Okay, you come, come down with me and, and be my sister and you can still die young and then I experience you dying young, that'll help me. What about you? You were also, you were gonna get hit by a car. Oh, okay, oh wow, you're gonna get hit by a car. All right, I tell you what, why don't you be my father? Be my father and then set it up and you can still get hit by a car. Let me, at 10 years old, I'm 10 years old. That's the time period about if we go down now. All right, does that make sense to you? That helps you. All right, okay, good, please. All right, who else? All right, who? one of my other brothers and sisters here? 
I, I, I know. Doesn't that sound crazy? It sounds crazy, but it's true. I'm telling you right now, some form of it is true. Maybe not exactly like that, but I'm telling you right now, that's what we do. It's what we do. Look at the world. And if you look at the world through that filtration system, through that concept and idea, you can begin to understand and go, you know what? That makes sense. Look at this. Why is this person over here experiencing so much loss? He didn't kill anybody. He didn't pick up a gun and go into his school and shoot anybody. So why does he deserve to lose all of this love? And and this person over here, why do they deserve to be tormented like that? I don't understand. It's because of your past lives and what you decided decided to set up for yourself in this one. So yes, suicide will cause you to lose a lot. So today what I want to do on the other side of the commercial, I want you to think during the break, all of you who have joined me and who's going to join in on this past life regression, and which, by the way, if you go to my website at vincentjenna.com and you go to the audio tab, you will find seven journeys for your soul, guided meditations to the words and music of spirit. They were tranced meditations that I created in a master musician from California. And on there is meet your past lives. Now it's going to be slightly different than what we're doing today, but it is another one where you can see and go through a guided meditation to see other lives that you've had, which is very cool. It's a very powerful meditation on that series. It's one of the seven meditations. We're not going to use that one today. I'm going to use a completely different one. But I want you to think during the break, the greatest problem that you may have today, greatest trouble that you may have today, and and understand that this problem that you have today can lie in another lifetime and that's the lifetime your soul is going to guide you back to through this short version through this short regression going to guide you to that life okay so come on back after the break hang in there with me get yourself in a nice quiet place uninterrupted and this is Vincent Jenna. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. We're talking about past lives and how to heal something in this lifetime. I will see you on the other side of the break. Join me then. Stay peaceful. Come on back. Thanks for joining me today. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. Okay, I am back, and we were talking about past lives and how past lives can affect you in this lifetime. Um, it's very important to understand that it it works whether or not you believe in reincarnation. 
However, if you do believe in reincarnation, you absolutely can use it to your benefit in this lifetime because you are an accumulation from all the lifetimes that you've had. So before we went to commercial, if you're just joining us on this past life regression, I asked everybody to think of an issue that you might have in this lifetime where the answer lies in another lifetime and not necessarily this one. And maybe you don't even know if it lies in another lifetime, but there is a, an issue in this one that you can't get over. It gets in the way. You've got this block with it, something that keeps repeating itself, whatever it is. Think about that now, and you're going, I'm going to be doing a guided meditation here, a full guided meditation, so you're going to do the best you can to follow along with me. Left brain thinkers have a hard time imagining and visualizing, so this is all going to be about a visualization. If you're having a hard time visualizing what I'm saying, it's okay if you then just think it because your brain is working the right way. It's your filtration system that's a little off and keeping your conscious mind from seeing what your unconscious mind is experiencing. But it doesn't mean you're not experiencing it. So I want you to hold on to that. And do the best you can. And the more vivid you allow this, the more you let go of your imagination and stop thinking and don't sit there going, I'm making this up. This is not real. He's just making me see what I'm seeing, but I'm really not seeing it. All of that is nonsense stuff and defense mechanism stuff, and it gets in the way. It doesn't matter who's creating it and where it's coming from. Your imagination actually is the way the God source and all your guides communicates with you. It is another form of your intuition, your guidance system, your psychic ability, whatever it is you want to call it. Just let it go, okay? So I want everybody to get into a comfortable place right now. Put Anything down that may be in your hands, try to sit up in a regular chair or if you're one that likes to sit on the floor with your legs crossed during regular meditation, that's fine too. Your spine erect. I'm just playing some background music. You may or may not hear it, it's okay. Just listen to my voice. And take a couple of deep breaths. And as you're exhaling, allow yourself to feel relaxed, to feel comfortable, to feel safe, to feel open. Don't worry about anything now, what we discussed earlier, what I had been saying. Just pay attention to the words I'm saying now. Take another deep breath. Exhale all of it. Let it just come out of your body and your lungs completely, sinking deeper into relaxation, sinking deeper into the chair or the floor, wherever you're sitting, releasing all the tension in your body, in your arms, in your torso, in your waist, in your legs, in your feet, in your shoulders, in your head. All that stress is going away. 
with each breath that you take and every word that I say. Take another deep breath in, filling your chest cavity, filling your abdomen, filling your whole body with pure oxygen that your body and every cell in it needs. Exhaling. Safer. More comfortable. Deeper relaxed. Listening to my voice and my voice only. And we're going to go on a visual journey. Follow every thought, every word that I say. Don't worry about distractive noises. Just incorporate them into your visualizing. I want you to see yourself in whatever room in your mind's eye with your eyes closed. See yourself sitting where you're sitting right now, whatever room it is, whatever location it is, your home, friend's house, doesn't matter, wherever you are, see yourself sitting there so that you recognize this home, this place this community. Now, I want you to visualize what it would be like to be standing on the roof of your house, very balanced, very safe, very secure, but now you're on the roof so that you're looking out over the community. How far down would you be able to see? the treetops, looking down, looking around you, what's on the streets, the cars, the bushes, the people that may be walking around, whatever, whatever comes into your mind, you can see. Look up in the sky. You're closer to the clouds. You're up above where the birds fly, feeling safe, feeling secure. Take a deep breath in, knowing that everything is okay and in your control right now. Your body is feeling safe and secure and totally balanced and strong. And you look around and it is what time of day? The sun is out. It's a warm day or maybe a little cool outside. It's okay. You're comfortable and you're safe and feeling just free. Maybe there's some background noises, animals rustling around, dogs barking. Birds flying, cars going by, it doesn't matter. Wherever you are, just take it all in. What is around you? Now you're going to come with me. And your body now feels light, like a feather, and it can actually float. And it is floating. And leaving the top of your roof, floating upwards to the sky, ever so gently, in your control as fast as you'd like or as slow as you're liking. And you look around as you're floating and you can see more and more of the landmass. Whichever direction you look in, you can see further to the horizon. As you go higher and higher into the sky, you look above you and there may be some clouds above you that are gentle, white, billowy, and you're coming close to them. You're almost touching those clouds. So you can stay with me in the sound of my voice, or maybe you feel you go ahead a little bit, 
Don't go too far ahead. But come along and envision this as best you can. And you're coming to the clouds, feeling very safe, feeling very light, feeling expanded, feeling open. A matter of fact, you no longer feel a temperature hitting your body at all. The body doesn't even matter. You're so light. You're just floating now. And you're floating into the clouds ever so gently, ever so comfortably. And it's at this point that you begin to feel the security, this safety, this familiarity of having been here before and floating in the heavens before. Maybe you don't remember exactly when, but it feels comfortable and you know it. Deep down inside, you know you've been here before as you continue to ascend higher and higher, looking down and seeing the land mass of the earth getting further and further away. Now you've come out of the clouds and you see the clouds just below you. And now you're in the heavens and in space, being able to breathe, feeling comfortable, seeing the darkness of space, but the stars illuminating, millions of stars all around you, lighting up the sky as you've never seen before, planets in the background. Looking down and you see the earth as a globe now. And you actually can see the earth rotate. Follow me as best as possible. If the image keeps floating away, it's okay. Come back to it as best you can. But the earth is rotating. And at some point, you stop the earth. But before you stop the earth from rotating, because this is your visualization, you can imagine and visualize anything you want. I want you to think of that problem that you have in this life right now. Believing that it, the answer to that problem lies somewhere in a previous life. And I want you to look down on the earth. And it's rotating. And I want you to stop the earth rotating at a certain time. Whenever you want to stop that earth from rotating, do it now. It's in the perfect place. Now you begin to descend back down to the earth, ever so gently, ever so slowly, feeling safe and comfortable, secure, and excited now. Excited with the prospect of what you're going to experience, what you're about to experience. And you descend, continue to descend slowly. And the earth is coming closer and closer to you. The landmass is coming closer and closer to you. You begin to see the skies, the clouds, and you start to descend into the clouds, getting closer to the actual surface of the earth, coming down, feeling familiar, even though you don't necessarily recall this, but you're now seeing the earth clearly, the land mass around, the horizon what is down below that you are seeing? What is that ground that you are approaching right now? This time you're not going to the tops of any buildings. You're going to land on the earth's surface. Ever so gently, 
your landing and your feet touch the earth now. Look around, look at the earth, look down below your feet. What type of land mass is it? Where did you land? Did you land on dirt? Did you land on stone? Did you land on sand or grass, fields? My voice is just making suggestions, but it's your soul that is guiding what you are seeing. Allow yourself to see whatever comes into your mind. Head up and just look around slowly, gently. Actually look at your feet and your legs, what you can see. What do they look like? Are they covered with shoes or socks or stockings of any kind? Are there pants on your legs or a dress or skirt? Look up the torso as best you can. When we look down at ourselves, we, we almost can see from our chest down what our body looks like. Hold your arms out in front of you and see them. Just allow the image to pop in, whatever the image is. Don't control it. Don't direct it. Just allow it to happen. Are your hands, look at your hands. Are they young? Are they old? Middle-aged? Are they male? Are they female? Though you cannot see your face right now, touch your face and your head and your hair. What type of clothes are you wearing? What color are your clothes? What does your face feel like? Is it smooth? Does it have hair on it? A mustache or beard? or soft and gentle like a woman's face and your hair is it full is it thin is it long is it short all of that you can discover just from knowing and feeling and touching now look around you to see where you've landed you've landed in a time and a place that holds answers for you. Let the time and the place begin to sink in by what you see. Maybe you see villages. Maybe you see people around you. Maybe you see just land masses, hills, mountains. Take it in. You can begin to walk around, look below you. Have the feeling that you know where you are and you know where you're going right now. You have a, an intention for being there. You have a purpose. Continue what that purpose is. At this moment, at this time, in that life, you had a purpose for being where you are. So start walking to fulfill your purpose with the knowing inside with an understanding. Was there somebody you have to meet? People you want to talk with, look around. They may just continue to appear. Things appear as you keep yourself open. As I keep guiding you, things will just appear. Let them appear, whatever they are, whatever shapes and forms they take. What do the buildings look like if they are there? Are they huts? Are they cabins? Are they skyscrapers? Are they more modern or older, contemporary? 
or ancient? How far back have you gone? You can tell that by the clothing you have on. Now I want you to find a place that has a reflection, something. Maybe nearby there's a lake, a pool, a well, a pond. Maybe a reflective piece of metal, either on the ground, by a shop, a building, a mirror, or maybe you are carrying a mirror. But I want you to find a place where you can look at yourself in a reflection. Whatever pops up, whatever image, let it pop up. Even if it's just there, remember this is your trip, your journey, your imagination. You can create whatever you want. And I want you to go to this reflective material and I want you to look into it. And I want you to allow and see what is looking back at you. Now you can see more details of your face, the colors of your eye, your hair, your complexion, dark, light, white, black, shades of white. What nationality do you seem to be or race? Again, young or old, male or female, you can see now as many details as you can see. Allow those details to just hit you, to just come into play. Feel who you are. How do you feel in this life? Why did you go there? No, remember, you start to recall this life now that you're there. You may have forgotten it before, but you remember it now, and bits and pieces are coming back as you are looking around, and things are becoming much more familiar. The memories are waking up within you. What is it that you feel about this place? What is it that you feel about the people, the relationships you have? Are you someone's child right now, younger or older? your parents alive? Are you married? Are you younger? Do you have a boyfriend, a girlfriend? Are you in some kind of school? Is it more ancient times and you are just surviving? Maybe a farmer, a shepherd. Maybe you work building homes or in a military of some kind. Or a prince or a princess, a king or a queen. A leader, allow that to just come into your mind. Allow that to happen. It doesn't matter how fast we may be going. The memories open up quickly. The experience happens quickly. Just let it come in without controlling it. A whole picture can be playing in your mind right now. It doesn't matter what I'm saying. I'm only here guiding it, but you are the one remembering it. It has the answer. It holds an answer to a problem, a concern you have in this lifetime. An issue. Something you may have done, something that may have happened to you. A choice you may have made. Think about that. Is there a person there you long to see that you would like to go back to see? After you've seen your reflection and you get to see and accept who you are, hold on to that. All those memories you're going to hold on to now. 
And I want you to continue walking on your journey to wherever you were meant to go. Maybe you meet someone, somebody comes across your path and you converse, you talk, who is this person? How many of them are there? Who are you talking with now? Or are you so isolated and alone, there's no one around? What does that feel like? Why are you isolated? Why are you alone? For the next minute, there will be silence from me. Allow yourself to envision and imagine whatever it is you need to, whatever communication you need to have, let that happen without my voice or guidance. Do that and go there now. Whatever it was that you discussed, whatever it was that you did, you will hold on to that memory, but now it's time to leave. At least for now. You can always return here. You can always come back. But come back and walk towards the spot where you landed, bringing the memories, bringing the feeling, no matter what, feeling safe. You can re-experience anything that you want, knowing that it's okay. You can control it. It doesn't hurt if it was negative. If it was joyous, hold on to it. But keep the memories of it so you understand and can use it and walk back to the spot that you landed now. For this part of the journey is over and you're going to return back down here to the earth plane. Back into this lifetime. You're there, look around. Say your goodbyes to this life, knowing it is still part of you. You will never lose it. And now you begin to ascend again above the earth. This time you're more secure and so the journey can go quicker. You're up into the heavens, looking back down on the earth. And you can control the earth and get it to rotate again the way it was before. Feeling secure and safe and loved and more knowledgeable now than you were before. And as soon as you feel right and the timing is right, begin to descend back down onto the earth that you know today in current times. Going lower and lower coming closer and closer back down to the earth and its atmosphere and its clouds.
It's billowy clouds. It's as if time has not gone by at all. It's the same time of day, only a short time is gone. As you continue to descend down to the earth, back down into your home, wherever you're seated right now, just move your fingers and your toes and your arms and your legs. Join me back here in the class. That was a 20-minute journey exactly. I want to thank you for that. Hold on to your memories. We're going to discuss them. Write me if you have any questions. But stay here in Unity Online Radio. Please join Kelly Sullivan Walden, Dr. Dream. Check out her new app. She'll tell you about it. I'm sure it's fabulous. I love her. She's an angel here. Then Temple Hayes is right after her. And all of this is for you. This radio show, the work we do, understand we enjoy it. But it's all for you because we all know here, all us luminaries realize we're all brothers and sisters. We are magnificent divine beings, all equal and we all deserve to experience abundance. And we're going to help you unblock yourself, stop stopping yourself, thrive, live, and create the life you want. I'm Vincent Jenna. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself Show. I hope you enjoyed yourself today. Stay here. Come back. See you next week. Have a fabulous week. God bless everybody. And take care of yourself and stay safe. Bye-bye for now. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Intuition is our spiritual GPS and the single best tool that we have for navigating our lives. I'm Victoria Shaw, and on my Intuitive Connection podcast, I will share with you the ways to connect with your intuition and awaken the gifts of your soul. In each episode, I'll draw on my own intuitive gifts and my training as an Ivy League trained counselor and psychologist to help support you in reaching your highest potential. Start listening now on Mind Body Spirit FM Podcast Network or wherever you find your podcasts.